Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors Macabre Manor Mead Metal Mayhem. I'm James. And I'm Jody. And I'm also glad you started when you did because I was about ready to try and mess you up. Ha 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 ha. Hey, Jody, have we finished the Sasquatch episode? We did. <laughs> Not Yeti. <laughs> okay uh that was good <laughs> and i know that joke's in one of these episodes but no, that's okay i <laughs> sure it's at the beginning of the other one <laughs> so yes or continuation of big feats sasquatches yeah yetis oh my why <laughs> <laughs> And uh, as Jody and I were talking in between making these new intro and outros to split these up a little bit, I said, hey, we forgot to mention the Algernon Blackwood episode. And he's like, yeah, because that, that was Wendigo, not Yetis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but then I thought, well, maybe some of the Wendigo stuff comes from Yeti, uh, not Yeti, <laughs> not Yeti, um, <laughs> Sasquatch sightings in Canada. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> could be could be yeah but, you know I yeah i i didn't i didn't see anything when when you know there were, when we did the episode on the wendigo that referenced it but then then again i wasn't really doing a whole lot on you know i, I stuck more to the story yeah, <laughs> that's true and and if sasquatches and yetis interest you you should go back and listen to the wendigo episode if you have not already done so yeah it's pretty good it is yeah but I forget which episode it was, and what what time of year did we do it? What when when to go? Ah, yeah. You left me speechless on that one. It was so bad. Oh, awesome! <laughs> Even Sattler and Waldorf are going. Ah, uh, no, no. <laughs> we, have, we have nothing on that one. Uh, anyway. Here's more, uh, un unlike some of the other episodes where we know where we're putting this one in the middle, I'm not exactly sure what where you, where you stop. So I'm just going to say, here's some more Yeti, Sasquatch, Bigfoot fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Isn't that a Henry Lee summer song? Time for Bigfoot fun? <laughs> I said it's time. Time for Bigfoot fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, I, uh, well, hey. I, I don't know hank was kind of tall wasn't he yeah, he's pretty tall that's a big feet <laughs> and he had, he had that big hair <laughs> yeah, yeah he had to keep that hair so when the mojo came down upon him protect him feel <laughs> ah, <through> the mojo <laughs> yeah yeah if we've never told you before go to youtube and look up henry lee summer on david letterman you'll, you'll hear a really good song and then a really funny interview. <laughs> he had been visiting the corral. <laughs> he'd, he'd been somewhere. And that's foreshadowing because I'll get into that when we talk about Van Halen and David Lee Roth. <laughs> <laughs> but enough of that. Let, yes. Let's get back to <laughs> let's get back to the, the big feet. Yes. Um, yeah, I've, I, I just want to get that. I've got, I got two other things I can talk about, but if you want to do your stories now, that's uh, going to focus on Park in Vermillion County in Indiana, because that's the area Jody and I grew up in. 
yeah. I want to say overall in Indiana, uh, there have been 78 Bigfoot sightings since children reported seeing the ape-like creature near, near Westfield, Indiana in July 1973. So that was hmm. 73 was the first Indiana sighting that's recorded anyway. Okay. Um, and up in Westfield, I've been there. There's a McGregor Park, which is fun to hike. And Field Brewing is up there. It's really good. And my notes actually say, I've also had a brew from Grand Junction, which is in Westfield, but I've not been there, which is now false. I made these notes long enough ago. <laughs> now, where, where, where is Westfield in relation to where we grew up and where um, Indianapolis is and all that? Westfield is only about 20 minutes north of Indy. Okay. Due, due north. It's okay. not far from, uh, it's not far from Deer Creek Music Center. Okay. Not super far anyway. Yeah, which is no longer Deer Creek, but we don't care. We still like to call it Deer Creek. That's right. It's still Deer Creek because it's changed yeah. its name like four or five times, and I'm not even sure what it is now. And I, since yeah. we can't go to concerts for a year. <laughs> yeah. I, now, how, how wooded is it up there? Because I know that area is flatter than a pancake. Um, no, it's it's got a hill. I mean, the McGregor Park itself has a few. Oh, okay. It's, it's not. So I guess it's. Yeah. Okay. I get, yeah. I guess, I guess 20 minutes, 20 minutes north. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I guess I guess that's not quite up into the area that was flattened by the glaciers. <laughs> <laughs> and keep in mind, I mean, it's still wooded for the area because it's not Indy; it's it's north. Uh, yeah. But this is also 1973, where everything was still very wooded. Yeah, um, lots of place to hide. And uh, then two months after that, so I guess that'd be what September 73. A uh, mm -hmm. child reported a sighting in a cornfield near Sheridan, which is a bit north and west of Westfield. So same area. Uh, up to the most recent reports come from campers who say they have heard vocalizations of Bigfoot, whatever that means. It could. I, I was hiking today as we record this, and I heard what sounded like a squirrel yelling at another squirrel because she caught her husband hiding his nuts in another tree, if you know what I mean. It was the weirdest damn. I've never heard a squirrel screech like this before. If it was a squirrel, it could have been, could have been a motherfucking Bigfoot. She's, she's a Sasquatch, isn't she? <laughs> okay, Eddie Murphy. She's Bigfoot, is she? Sasquatch motherfucker. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> so anyway, they heard vocalizations of Bigfoot on Yellow Wood Lake in Brown County. And I've, I've hiked there. It's close to Brown County State Park. I've actually hiked Yellowwood, too. Uh, really neat. Very wooded. Very hilly. So I could see it. Uh, the, the highest number of Bigfoot sightings reported in an Indiana county is the eight sightings in Monroe County. That is the same county of Indiana University, and which is okay. right next door to Brown County. So anyway, I'm going to move yeah. on. Okay. If, if that's okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, fuck, fuck that. Fuck that. Uh, last sightings of a Bigfoot in Monroe County came back in 2009 when Duck Hunters near Lake Monroe. Been there, kayaked it there with Sam, who mm -hmm. has been on the show. Uh, reported hearing vocalizations. Again, not sure how you know it's a Yeti motherfucking vocalization if you've never seen it. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. However, when you a man near Bloomington said he heard moans and saw a gray creature, a large gray creature, that is a little, you know, more believable. Yeah. I am. Um, I, now, I was going to say, you know, because we were, we were talking about the landscapes earlier, and, and northern Indiana is very flat. But it's also very rural and could have more 
tree cover. Southern Indiana, especially around Monroe and Brown counties where you're talking about, is a lot more hilly, right? Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Is, and is also south, yeah. Yeah, and is also very rural and has a lot of tree cover. And so, still does, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I can definitely see, I, I it would make more sense for me, or it would make more sense to me for one or a population of them to be in the, the more southern part of the state anyway. That makes sense. And why they maybe were in the northern part back in the day when it was more wooded. Yeah. And not so much now. Yeah. Uh, so I've got a few stories, four or five, but I'm going to pare down. Because okay. I have a couple class Bs, and those class Bs are the sort of, eh, maybe, maybe not. So instead, I'm just going to do the couple class A stories I got. All righty. Those are the ones where they say, it's really hard to not think that it's really Bigfoot, Gus. <laughs> so first one's Park County. Then I got a Vermilion County. Okay. And, and this is neat. I mean, this shit is like scientific. You can find face of uh, Facebook. You can find websites with all this information. I mean, it says year 1997, class A, season, fall, month, October. That, that's redundant. You, you all know that, right? Yes. Um, but anyway, date. October 1st, 97, Indiana, Park County, location about three to four miles south of Turkey Run State Park on Highway 41. I know that area. Dude, it's, uh, I mean, we, we grew up in Park County, so of course we know that area, and Turkey Run's kicked ass. Yes, it is. Uh, nearest road, Highway 41. All right, so observed, and this is where it's actually typed out or, or trans modified by whatever the hell transcribed transcribes the word yeah. <laughs> um, and it is we were then living in ohio my husband had photography work to do and was being transferred to indiana the fall of 1997 while driving south on highway 41 near turkey run state park in indiana my husband and i saw what we affectionately call a something it was a misty night and we were headed for Terre Haute. and they misspelled Terre Haute. of course they did Terre Haute. <laughs> I was driving my Ford Aerostar van with my husband in the passenger seat. I was glad he was on that side. We also had our two-year-old son in the back seat. It was walking in the gully. It stood taller than the van, so to speculate on the height, I would say over six foot easily. He said, son, did you throw that down in the trash? And I said, yes, sir. I'm. Oh, wait, sorry. I'm going back to our uh, Alice's Restaurant episode. <laughs> Everything's fine. Uh, okay, so... But speculate that the height was over six foot easily. The body was black and hairy, although the face was huge and long in the jaw, shaped like a knight of a chess piece, but not like a horse. My husband describes the face more like a lion's shape. We passed it and continued our trip and later even moved here with their child going to Turkey Run School. And we travel the same road often from Turkey Run to Rockville and have never seen it again. Yet. Ooh. Also noticed... Except the hairs on the back of her necks were raised, and we're asking each other, Did you see that? Did you see that? Then we described to each other what we saw. So, you know, they corroborated. Yeah, Yeah. corroborated with each other. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm thinking, what, three or four miles? That's not. How far far south of Turkey Run is Marshall? Uh, It sounds like it'd be about halfway, maybe. Yeah. Although Marshall's not right on 41, so, you know, if they were on 41, True. it would have been, you know, still a good yeah. five, six miles from Marshall that way, so. Yeah. 
Ready for Vermillion County? Yeah. No, because I'm not going to read the Class B part county. I'm going to read the or the Class B Vermillion County. Uh, but I've got a Class A Vermillion County here in Vermillion County. When you when we you talk about these uh, in Indiana, in the United States, Park and Vermillion County are in the West Central region, like right in the middle of the North South part, but all the way over uh, Vermillion County abuts Illinois State, and Park County is just another county east. So they're they're way on the west side of Indiana. Yeah, just yeah. The, the Park and Vermillion County counties are separated by the Wabash River. Yeah, that's the county line. Right. All right. <laughs> The year was 1985. The season was winter, and the month was February. Winter typically being in February in odd months, and even months not so much. <laughs> okay, so, Indiana, Vermillion County, winter, February. Again, location details. Close to Newport Chemical Depot, which is a place where they actually did all sorts of, like, the VX gas and all sorts of nasty-ass shit, but it's closed down now. Yeah. Uh, and again, nearest road, US 41. 1985, I was attending Indiana State University. Woohoo! Yeah, go Sycamores. Yeah. In Terre Haute, Indiana. One Saturday morning, I was traveling to Chicago to visit relatives. I was driving north on US 41. Again, uh, well, maybe, maybe saying close to Newport Chemical Depot. Maybe they were still on 41. That just happened to be the closest thing that they knew. Because yeah, I, I could see that, because they're not super far apart. There, there are closer towns; they just maybe don't know them. Yeah, we yeah, we, just, we know forty one does not go through Vermilion County. Right, they just know what Newport Chemical Plant is, and nobody knows what the fuck Kingman or you know. <laughs> I know what Kingman <laughs> is. My grandparents lived there. <laughs> well, yeah, because you're from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, so we'll just say forty one. Screw it. No, so I was driving north on US forty one, and I looked to my right down into a small valley more depression in the land than a valley. With a small stream running through it, about 100, 150 yards from the highway, I saw a large, dark-colored creature walking away from the road to the east. Hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, he's looking to the right. That means he... Okay, good. Just making sure that was set up. If he's looking to his right, that would be to the east if he's going north. Okay, good deal. Yes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it made just, sense uh, to me. <laughs> it's very broad, and I could clearly see the creature's arms swinging. My view of the bottom part of it was obscured by tall grass, and I could only see the very tops of its leg. The head never turned at all. I saw this for four or five seconds before the trees on the north side of the depression obscured my view. There were also trees on the south side. My immediate thought was that I didn't really see what I thought I did. I continued driving, unsure of what to do. After a few minutes, I turned around and drove back past where I'd seen it. My view from this side of the highway was blocked. So I turned around again, so going back north. Drove to the bridge where the sighting occurred and stopped where I'd originally seen it. There's nothing there at this time. Not being aware of any Sasquatch sightings in the area, not knowing what else to do, I continued on to Chicago and didn't think much more about it for years. Huh. So, anyway. Anyway, yeah, cool. We should probably point out, you know, we've talked about the, the places in the U.S. That, or, you know, or, or the sightings being in the U.S., but I'm sure they're... I, I mean, there have to be some in Canada, too. Well, yeah, if they're up in the great northwest United States, they got to be in yeah. the southwest of Canada, yeah. not further up. Anyway, those are my two good stories. Leave, can't leave our Canadian listeners out. We can't, because <laughs> Canadians rock. Yes. Okay, so are you ready for my, my last couple of things here? I am. Okay, so, uh, you know, I, I told you about this uh, 
the guy who hosted this uh, National Geographic special, um, Jerry Moffat, um, he has a, a Sherpa guide that he usually works with when he goes to Nepal and, and goes up into the Himalayas. Um, and this guy's name is, um, I, I thought it was really weird. I don't know, I don't know what the naming conventions are. He calls him Dawa Sherpa. And it's a young guy, probably, he was probably in his mid twenties about that. Cause this, like I said, this was like 10 years ago that they filmed this. Um, he was probably in his mid twenties or so at the time. He had a story about his grandfather and his, his grandfather was part of a trip. I guess his grandfather went on the, on this trip to, to several places, but one of the places he came was, was the U S and I, he also went over to England because he, they, they said that he met the queen he was part of a group that that took something i'm gonna tell you what that is here in a minute but they, they took something um across the u.s and, and to england because the queen was was showing this thing too um and it was in this it was 19 early 1960s because jfk was the president that he met on the and trip this is, is dawa sherpa's sherpa's grandfather grandfather yeah so Anyway, on this trip, one of the places that he went was a uh, was a zoo. And when he went to the area where they had the gorillas, he said, that looks like a Yeti. Cool. Yeah. So what he was doing in the U.S. in the first place was, and, and you may have heard about this thing, there is a Buddhist monastery in Kumjung Village that has a supposed Yeti scalp. No scientists have ever gone there to bother him to do DNA tests? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, and okay, and you remember your Terry Pratchett thing about the yep. monks in the mountain with the, yeah, okay. So when they brought this scalp to the U.S. and showed it to President Kennedy and then took it to England and showed it to Queen Elizabeth. Ooh, yeah. Um, hair samples were taken at the time in the, in the early 1960s. Uh, they, they were, they were studied. Of course, at the time they couldn't do DNA samples because they didn't, you know, didn't know how, or, or didn't know how to do DNA testing. So they, they looked at the hair samples and they said, Oh, it's, a, it's a fake. That's goat hair. Both of these these scientists, this Dr. Dr. Meldrum and this uh, Ian Redmond, they sat down together and looked at the photos that were taken of those hair samples, the, the 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 microscope images that they had done of the hair samples, and they looked at them, and they 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 point out that human and primate hair has a similar pattern when when you look at it under a microscope to goat hair, so you cannot disprove that those hair samples are not primate hair without getting a new sample and doing a DNA test. The monastery will not allow a DNA sample. Now, they did for the, for the, the special, they did actually let Jerry Moffat come in and look at the scalp with the camera crew. And he was, he was it, it's in a glass case you know, they, they brought it out and they, they treat it like a religious icon because to them, that's what it is. It's, it's a, it's a religious icon. They, they believe that it is, you know, it's a God. They will not allow a DNA sample though. 
their point being they believe it's real and they don't they don't care what anybody else thinks <laughs> good for them. so yeah you you take a dna sample you're going to disprove it, it you know you're either going to disprove it which they're not going to believe or you're going to prove it which they already think <laughs> so so they're like and we don't care what you think it is <laughs> <laughs> is this the uh uh himalayan monastery in kumjong kumjong yeah kumjong okay. yeah I found it while you're telling me I, the picture looks really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and it's, and the thing is, it's, it's got that conical shape kind of like a mountain gorilla. Yeah. So if it is authentic, that kind of lends lend some credence or whatever to, you know, it being a, a type of primate, but I, I got one, one other story here. And this one is about, a, a sighting and i would say this is this would be a class a sighting but this this is a yeti sighting it's not a not a sasquatch okay wait okay uh okay now i'm now i'm ready for the yeti okay <laughs> that's, all, that's all i want to do i want to get that in there real quick <laughs> so uh so, so this this explorer jerry moffat and uh his his friend uh sherpa guide uh dawa uh they they go talk to a woman who claims to have been attacked by a Yeti back in 1990. She's a local woman, uh, Lopka, Lopka Doma, I think her name was. I can't, I think that's an M. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this was in the uh, Machermo Valley in the Himalayas at around 16,000 feet in altitude. She, uh, I guess she was, a, she's a yak herder and she had taken some of the, some of the, the cattle out to, to graze. Um, I guess normally her brother would have either been the one doing it or he would have been there with her and that day he wasn't. And she said this thing um, hit her from behind, knocked her down, and then she watched it kill one of the cows or you know one of, one of the adult yaks and drink its blood and then attack one of the calves. Didn't kill that one didn't kill the calf but it killed the adult um and then she played dead until it went away uh, you know that's that was kind of frightening <laughs> yeah no kidding but um uh, ian redmond you know, the 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 scientist uh, I've, I've mentioned a couple of times here um he because they ask him about that story or they tell him about that story and he's he says you know it's interesting because the only primate that's known to consume blood in any form are humans <laughs> so it's kind of like if this thing is if this thing is real <laughs> and it did that then that you know that 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 kind of makes it in some ways maybe even closer to humans well yeah it's a primate it's just yeah. a couple steps down from us and a couple steps up from the grape ape uh, the great apes <laughs> grape ape <laughs> <laughs> i haven't watched that in years <laughs> I haven't either, but I actually didn't like that one much when it was on when I was a kid, honestly. <laughs> it was all right. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the best Hanna-Barbera cartoon. By the way, Darwa Sherpa yeah. is a Nepalese mountaineer who, until 2019, was the youngest to summit the 14 highest peaks, and he and his brother still hold the world record for the first brothers to summit the 14 highest peaks. Nice. Yeah. So, so it, it is it is Darwa with an R in there? No, uh, W. 
D-A-W. W- just, just, okay, okay, Dawa. Okay. Dawa. Yeah. See? Totally yeah. will. I mean, everything we've talked about today, gotta be, gotta be a thing. I, you know, in, in all honesty, I, I really, this one I really do think is, is probably real. You know, I, I'd like to think Nessie is, but I, you know, there's, there is still some skepticism there, but I, this one, the, the Yeti and, and, and Sasquatch, I really do think that it probably is out there. Just like the truth. Yeah. Truth is out there, Scully. Yeah. I, anyway. Yeah, I never really watched X-Files that much. It's... What? Heathen? Oh, wait, that's not an insult. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I, have, I have nothing more. on. I, I, I don't either. I just, um, yeah. <laughs> Them's my notes. <laughs> cool. Well, we'll all let you go Yeti hunting, and by that we mean take photographers. Yeah. Not, you don't have to shoot the poor guys. <laughs> yeah. Or if nothing else, go watch the Futurama episode or the Bugs Bunny episode that features Yetis and Sasquatches and Bigfoots. Yes. They're all good. <laughs> You've seen the, the progressive insurance commercial? Yeah, yes. <laughs> Bigfoot? My name's Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> And on that perfect note, <laughs> I'm James. I'm Jody. <laughs> and we too, and Daryl will talk to you all later. <laughs> Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. It's we better. Can... I didn't have to take anything for it today, but I'm still kind of stuffy, but at least I can breathe through my nose. Oh, if it makes you feel better, you've been killing my eyes for 35 years now. Sweet. <laughs> Serves you right, bastard. Uh, jerk. <laughs> and, ah. <laughs> that, was, that was a horrible Baphomet. <laughs> Baphomet has a cold, much like Jody does. <laughs> <laughs> Baphomet's sinuses need cleared out. He needs <laughs> sorry i had a sasquatch stuck in my throat that sounded way worse (laughs) 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 huh what deja vu huh what deja vu